Thank you for listening to You Can Read the Bible. Today is day 129. We're reading 2 Samuel chapters 23 and 24 today. That's the end of the book. Your hosts are Dave Moore and Matt Carter. This is the Daily Reader for day 129, 2 Samuel chapters 23 and 24. Characters such as Jacob, Moses, and Joshua have received the honor of having their last words recorded. Jacob addresses his sons with a mix of observation, promise, and warning. Moses and Joshua each recount the favor of the Lord on the children of Israel and remind Israel to honor their covenant with him. In our final chapter today, David speaks the word of the Spirit of the Lord, reminding the next generation that when one rules justly over men, ruling in the fear of God, he dawns on them like the morning light. This oracle is followed by a register of David's mighty men, recounting their importance in protecting David and securing the kingdom. The final chapter of Samuel once again visits an earlier episode in David's reign. The basic synopsis is this. The Lord's anger was kindled against Israel, so he incited David against them. David calls for a census. Joab protests, sensing that something is amiss, but David overrides him. God then uses this to inflict punishment on Israel, the instrument of which David has to choose. The angel of death then sweeps Israel, stopping just short of Jerusalem, and David worships. Everybody got that? Now don't read this story without observing the first line, that the anger of the Lord was kindled against Israel, and he incited David against them. Everything that happens next is secondary to this premise. There don't appear to be any hidden meetings or arrangements here. No amount of linguistic gymnastics avoids the assertion that the Lord caused David to sin in order to have a reason to punish Israel. Now this is not unprecedented. The Lord demonstrated his supremacy over Pharaoh by grabbing Pharaoh's heart and compelling him to recklessness. It is not impossible that the moments when Moses intervened between the Lord's anger and Israel in the wilderness were tests similar to this moment with David. This could plausibly fit the author's story arc, showing the ability and integrity that David had lost after his sin with Bathsheba. Also of interest is the reason for which the plague was halted. When the angel stretched out his hand toward Jerusalem to destroy it, the Lord relented from the calamity and said to the angel who was working destruction among the people, It is enough. Now stay your hand. This could perhaps be a primary lesson for the author, showing the Lord's continued favor for David's capital and presenting hope for protection for future generations. This is all speculation. As I've said many times, the primary character of this book is the Lord, and we have to add this event to our map of the Lord's character. Read it slowly and carefully. Our verse for this week is Ephesians 2, 8, and 9. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one may boast. Second Samuel 23 and 24. Now let's read it. Chapter 23 Now these are the last words of David. The oracle of David, the son of Jesse, the oracle of the man who was raised on high, the anointed of the God of Jacob, the sweet psalmist of Israel. The Spirit of the Lord speaks by me. His word is on my tongue. 
The God of Israel has spoken. The Rock of Israel has said to me, When one rules justly over men, ruling in the fear of God, he dawns on them like the morning light, like the sun shining forth on a cloudless morning, like rain that makes grass to sprout from the earth. For does not my house stand so with God? For he has made with me an everlasting covenant, ordered in all things and secure. For will he not cause to prosper all my help and, all, and my desire? But worthless men are like thorns that are thrown away, for they cannot be taken with the hand. But the man who touches them arms himself with iron and the shaft of a spear, and they are utterly consumed with fire. These are the names of the mighty men whom David had. Josheb, Bashabeth, a Tachamonite, he was chief of the three. He wielded his spear against eight hundred whom he killed at one time. And next to him, among the three mighty men, was Eliezer, the son of Dodo, son of Ahohoi. He was with David when they defied the Philistines who were gathered there for battle, and the men of Israel withdrew. He rose and struck down the Philistines until his hand was weary, and his hand clung to the sword. And the Lord brought about a great victory that day, and the men returned after him only to strip the slain. And next to him was Shammah, the son of Agi, the Haurite. The Philistines gathered together at Lehi, where there was a plot of ground full of lentils, and the men fled from the Philistines. But he took his stand in the midst of the plot, and defended it, and struck down the Philistines, and the Lord worked a great victory. And three of the thirty chief men went down and came about harvest time to David at the cave of Adullam, when a band of Philistines was encamped in the valley of Rephaim. David was then in the stronghold, and the garrison of the Philistines was then at Bethlehem. And David said longingly, Oh, that someone would give me water to drink from the well of Bethlehem that is by the gate. Then the three mighty men broke through the camp of the Philistines and drew water out of the well of Bethlehem that was by the gate and carried it and brought it to David. But he would not drink of it. He poured it out to the Lord and said, Far be it from me, O Lord, that I should do this. Shall I drink the blood of the men who went at the risk of their lives? Therefore he would not drink it. These things the three mighty men did. Now Abishai, the brother of Joab, the son of Zeruiah, was chief of the thirty, and he wielded his spear against three hundred men and killed them and won a name beside the three. He was the most renowned of the thirty and became their commander, but he did not attain to the three. And Benaniah, the son of Jehoiada, who was a valiant man of Kabzeel, a doer of great deeds, he struck down two aerials of Moab. He also went down and struck down a lion in a pit on a day when snow had fallen. And he struck down an Egyptian, a handsome man. The Egyptian had a spear in his hand, but Benaniah went down with him, to him with a staff and snatched the spear out of the Egyptian's hand and killed him with his own spear. These things did Benaniah the son of Jehoiada and won a name beside the three mighty men. He was renowned among the thirty, but he did not attain to the three. And David set him over his bodyguard. Asahel, the brother of Joab, was one of the thirty. Elhanan, the son of Dodo of Bethlehem. Shammah of Herod. Elika of Herod. Helez the Paltite. Ira, the son of Ikesh of Tekoa. Abiezer of Anathoth. Mabunai the Hushathite, Zalman the Ahodite, Maharai of Natopha, Heleb the son of Bana of Natopha, Ittai the son of Ribai of Gibeah of the people of Benjamin, Benaiah of Pirathon, Hidai of the brooks of Gash, Abai Alban the Arbathite, Asmaveth of Bahurim, 
Eliahaba are the Shalabanite, the sons of Jashin, Jonathan, Shammah the Harahite, Akaim the son of Sharhar the Harahite, Eliphet the son of Ashabai of Makkah, Eliam the son of Atatophel the Gilanite, Hezro of Carmel, Parai the Arbite, Ilgal the son of Nathan, and Zobah Bani the Gadite, Zelek the Ammonite, Naharai of Beeroth, the armor-bearer of Joab, the son of Zeroiah, Ira the Ithrite, Gareb the Ithrite, Uriah the Hittite, thirty-seven in all. Chapter 24 Again the anger of the Lord was kindled against Israel, and he incited David against them, saying, Go, number Israel and Judah. So the king said to Joab, the commander of the army who was with him, Go through all the tribes of Israel, from Dan to Beersheba, and number the people, that I may know the number of the people. But Joab said to the king, May the Lord your God add to the people a hundred times as many as they are, while the eyes of my lord the king still see it. But why does my lord the king delight in this thing? But the king's word prevailed against Joab and the commanders of the army. So Joab and the commanders of the army went out from the presence of the king to number the people of Israel. They crossed the Jordan and began from Aror, and from the city that is in the middle of the valley, toward Gad, and on to Jazer. Then they came to Gilead, and to Kadesh, in the land of the Hittites, and they came to Dan, and from Dan they went around to Sidon, and came to the fortress of Tyre, and to all the cities of the Hivites and the Canaanites, and they went out to the Negev of Judah and at Beersheba. So when they had gone through all the land, they came to Jerusalem at the end of nine months and twenty days. And Joab gave the sum of the numbering of the people to the king. In Israel there were eight hundred thousand valiant men who drew the sword, and the men of Judah were five hundred thousand. But David's heart struck him after he had numbered the people. And David said to the Lord, I have sinned greatly in what I have done. But now, O Lord, please take away the iniquity of your servant, for I have done very foolishly. And when David arose in the morning, the word of the Lord came to the prophet Gad, David's seer, saying, Go and say to David, Thus says the Lord, Three things I offer you. Choose one of them, that I may do it to you. So Gad came to David and told him, and said to him, Shall three years of famine come to you in your land? Or will you flee three months before your foes while they pursue you? Or shall there be three days pestilence in your land? Now consider and decide what answer I shall return to him who sent me. Then David said to Gad, I am in great distress. Let us fall into the hand of the Lord, for his mercy is great, but let me not fall into the hand of man. So the Lord sent a pestilence on Israel from the morning until the appointed time, and there died of the people from Dan to Beersheba seventy thousand men. And when the angel stretched out his hand toward Jerusalem to destroy it, the Lord relented from the calamity and said to the angel who was working destruction among the people, It is enough. Now stay your hand. And the angel of the Lord was by the threshing floor of Aruna the Jebusite. Then David spoke to the Lord when he saw the angel who was striking the people and said, Behold, I have sinned, and I have done very wickedly, but these sheep, what have they done? Please let your hand be against me and against my father's house. And Gad came that day to David and said to him, Go up, raise an altar to the Lord on the threshing floor of Aruna the Jebusite. So David went up at Gad's word, as the Lord commanded. And when Aruna looked down, he saw the king and his servants coming on toward him. And Aruna went out and paid homage to the king with his face to the ground. And Aruna said, Why has my lord the king come to his servant? David said, To buy the threshing floor from you, in order to build an altar to the Lord, that the plague may be averted from the people. Then Aruna said to David, Let my lord the king take, and offer what seems good to him. Here are the oxen for the burnt offering, and the threshing sledges, and the yokes of the oxen for the wood. All this, O king, Aruna gives to the king. And Aruna said to the king, May the Lord your God accept you. But the king said to Aruna, 
No, but I will buy it from it from you from you for not burnt offerings to the Lord my God that cost me nothing. So David bought the threshing floor and the oxen for fifty shekels of silver, and David built there an altar to the Lord and offered burnt offerings and peace offerings. So the Lord responded to the plea for the land, and the plague was averted from Israel. Thank you for listening to You Can Read the Bible.